from our experience, the struggles, the the times that we're questioning things, the times that we're really trying to like dig deep and figure things out, as hard as it feels, those are the times that usually end up blessing us the most. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hello, folks. Welcome to a very special episode of the Life's a Trip podcast. (laughs) Why is it so special? Well, because you and I are feeling special today. (laughs) We don't feel well today. Let's just, let's just put that out there. Get rid of the elephant in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Our whole family is sick. Well, our kids caught, our kids caught a cold. They gave it to mom and dad. We're the last to get it. But you know what? I always like to say like, what, I always like to pretend I'm actually not sick. Like I tell myself I'm not sick. Yeah. And you, you don't get sick very often. So when you do, and when it knocks you down, and I can tell you're hurting, even though you're trying to be brave, I know you really don't feel good. But there is power in mentally just saying, I'm not sick. Like you got up and worked out this morning. Yeah, because I feel like part of it, you, you just you just kind of have to like burn it out. I do I do burn believe there's out. I do believe there's time for rest. That is for sure. I took a little nap this afternoon. I take a nap probably once a year, but I also think that, you know, you get outside and you get some fresh air and you just kind of like burn it out of you and it'll just go away. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, you educate on your, in your community, a lot about health and wellness and happiness. And, uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is sometimes you just get sick and you do the best. What's, what's your regimen for when you're like with the kids? What what have you been doing to help them along? Well, I mean, that's a whole podcast on its, on its own. Give but us I, a little sample. Give <laughs> us a taste. Well, what I would say is, uh, what are we talking about today? Do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? Because yeah. it's actually not this, but I'm happy to just give a little, a little insider. Yeah. Well, you know me, before I get into the meat of the pota- and potatoes of the podcast, I like to kind of just kind of have a little appetizer, just a little tiptoe. Okay, this is your appetizer. All right. Just kind of so, ease into it. Here's the deal, mom and dad. <laughs> We don't have to necessarily stress ourselves out and be overwhelmed and uh, feel like we're failing, you know, when our kids get sick. Kids get about 10 to 12 viruses a year. That's just how it is. And that's what they need to to uh, build their immune system. And we, even as adults, every time we get sick, we build up more antibodies and more antibodies. So we don't necessarily need to be afraid of sickness in some, most cases, but preparing your body for when it does come and the virus does come to be able to kick it fast. I think that's the goal. How can we live a life before it happens, eat good foods, get good sleep, get exercise, take our vitamins and supplements so that when it does happen, it's just a really quick, you know, came in, we knocked it down and we're on our way. 
Yeah, you're so good at that. I mean, when the kids get sick or when any of us get sick in the house, you're just, you're extra good about what's going in their bodies, I feel like. So, like, first of all, let them sleep for as long as they need to. Just sleep, sleep, sleep. Very hydrated, tons of water. And the one that always gets me is, like, no sugar. No sugar. And I'm like, well, maybe I want to go to Crumble Cookies. Have you learned why you shouldn't give your kids sugar when they're sick? Because the sickness feeds on it. Nice. Yeah. Virus and bacteria love sugar. It turns into an unstoppable rebel force (laughs) that takes over their bodies. That's right. Um, And then you just, you know, you give them a bunch of the Mary Ruth vitamins and you give them them water and juice. Did I see like a little grape juice the other day? I mean, you're just... You know, you know a little hack... What's the uh, is, is if it. your if your kids have stomach flu or one kid has a stomach flu, give your other kids one or two cups of grape juice, and it um, does something to the stomach lining. You guys can learn more about this, mm. but sometimes it can help fight off the stomach virus so that it doesn't spread around your house. That's cool. I love grape juice. I mean, obviously not to infants, but. Okay, well, so we're sick. Is that a good appetizer? We're sick. We're fighting it. Yeah, it was a good appetizer, sugar free appetizer. Um, what we wanted to talk about today, and we're going to keep this really short, so probably less than 10 minutes this episode, maybe. But Shannon and I drove down to have my high school reunion this weekend, 20 year high school reunion. And so we drove down here about a four hour drive from where we are in Utah. So we had a long drive, and we were talking about how some of our closest friends and family members, as we've been interacting with them lately and, and just talking to them and checking in and hanging out, um, some of them are struggling and um, in different ways. But it's it just feels like, and this was what I asked Shannon, like, and, and maybe if you're listening, like, look around your circle of influence, your closest friends and family, And in the last, I would say like year, maybe two years, and I think this was exacerbated with COVID and the pandemic, but it just feels like more and more people are struggling, not as at peace, not as content in their lives. And that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. And and I'm not saying that there's one specific reason that people are facing challenges, but it just feels like more and more people are having a hard time in life. Yeah. I mean, I would, we, we can only draw off our own experience, but people really close to us who in the past, and maybe they've been struggling for a while, but for whatever reason, it's surfacing right now, whether it's faith and family or health or um, just like you kind of said, we're all just busy and we're more stressed and we're more overwhelmed and the decisions that we have to make as parents and, it's just weighing a lot of people down. And, you know, I got a message on Instagram last night and it said, like, do you guys ever struggle? You know, it it just looks from the outside like you guys just never struggle. Sure we do. We all do. And and I just wanted to give that mom a hug and be like, if you're, if you're not struggling, you're not human. And in fact, I think from our experience, the struggles the, the times that we're questioning things, the times that we're really trying to like dig deep and figure things out, as hard as it feels, those are the times that usually end up blessing us the most in well, the long run. We believe that our time on earth is a, is a test 
and it's going to be great and we should suck the nectar out of it and we should make the most, create memories and have fun. And obviously that's what gets posted on Instagram. But we also know that it's through trials and adversity that we're going to grow and we're going to learn. And so, you know, that's another reminder too. Don't ever think that what you're seeing on social media is the whole story for people. Uh, I think we're pretty real and raw in what we share and post, but obviously that's the highlight reel, right? We're traveling here. We're going there. Here's, here's a family picture, but that's just a highlight reel for people. And so they say comparison is the thief of joy. You can never look at what someone's doing online and think, you know, Hey, they've got it all figured out or, you know, they seem like they're doing amazing. Uh, because really within the walls of our own home is where, is where everything happens and where we, you know, try to stay close together as a family and, and love each other and teach and spend time together. And, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't get shared online. So yeah. Well, I think that is important to know, like we all can struggle in our different ways. Sometimes some seasons of life are really tricky and it's a lot of prayers and it's a lot of pain and it's a lot of, you know, for people. And then other times it's just little struggles, but through everything, I think the, I think what we've learned over time and especially with our kids as they begin to face challenges and their own struggles is for at least for in at least my experience it's just having having support you know cuz we're all going to struggle but who are those people that you can just rally around where you don't have to go post it on social media because me and you are laying in bed at night talking about it you know and then we're okay the next day or or your kids, like, are you a safe place for them as they start to struggle? Do they have somebody to come and talk to and be that like sounding board and safe place for them? So I, I would just challenge you if you are in a struggle right now, like really, really do reflect on who, who is it that you can reach out to? Who is it that you can kind of like, I don't know, be your, be your person to talk to. Of course, we all just lay it at Jesus's feet. But as humans, we need to talk about it too. Yeah. It's not always easy to do, but you're not alone. I mean, that's the thing that we, that's the main thing is you're not alone. And whether it's to turn to God in prayer or to reach out to a friend or family member, we need to do more of that, right? We need to reach out and we need to talk more and we need, because we're all going through it. You know, you may feel like your struggle is unique, but everybody is going through something. And um, what are you struggling with, babe? <laughs> right now I'm struggling with this Traeger grill behind me, <laughs> spitting out so much smoke. We're going to barbecue here in a minute. And uh, <laughs> it's like it looks like it's on fire. So do you have any words of wisdom for us, Shani, when it comes to the struggles we face in life? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, just kind of going back to what you said, you know, I would like to think that everything we put out on social media is real. It's very real. Um, and and I, I think that we've worked really hard to um, actually kind of lean into to our struggles, you know, to be challenged more. To I remember when we were sitting on the bed downstairs deciding if we should move to Hawaii or not. And I said out loud, I just feel like we're not being challenged. And then we did that and we, I mean, along the way of, you know, moving the kids from away from their cousins and friends and family and making new friends in this new place and having to, uh, you know, furnish new homes and, and, and manage all that. And then 
work and you leaving your job and then us running an online business together and us working from home and then switching from public school to homeschool, like we have been, we have been challenged. And at times when we've felt the adversity, I think you have two options. You can either kind of like sit in the sorrow and the struggle and feel bad for yourself, or you can embrace it and, and think of it as this opportunity to grow and it's all, it all comes down to our thoughts. We, our mind is the most powerful part of us. And what we're thinking about our struggles and our challenges really ultimately, I think, becomes the outcome. I love that. Yeah, so, I mean, go ahead. I'm, I was just going to expand on that. I mean, some, some challenges come our way that are unexpected, whether it's a health challenge or a relationship or something unexpected. And that sometimes it just sucks. But I think what you're saying is we, our minds are incredibly powerful and, you know, God loves us. And so with those things, we're set up to succeed and to overcome and to win. And sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you just feel, it just feels dark and it just feels like, you know, it's not going to get any better, but with a good attitude and with good people around you and with that knowledge that you can, improve your circumstances. There is another day tomorrow. You can overcome those things, right? I think by simply changing the question from not why is life doing this to me, but why is life doing this for me? You know, Mm. don't you think like, what am I supposed to learn out of this? Or how am I supposed to grow from this? We're all here to be refined to meet our potential and without struggle, without challenge, without growth, we'll never be able to do that. And I also would just like to say, you're never, you're never really stuck. Our brains like to pretend that we're just stuck and we can't get out of it. And this is just my struggle and it just sucks and my life is hard. But I would say like that is just not serving us well. I'm guilty of that. My mind can play tricks on me that if something happens or you and I have an argument or something negative happens, sometimes I'm like, the sky's falling in. This is it. It's over. (laughs) And you know, you take a breath and you take a step away. You're like, okay, this is just a small little thing. It's going to be fine. Yep. Yep. And I, I think that just like taking that massive action when we need to, you know, If something is really weighing you down, don't be afraid to change something. Oftentimes that's why, that's why the struggle happens is because we need to make a change. So don't be afraid of it. Take control. We believe in you. (laughs) And I just wanted to point out too, you've said this before, but our kids see how we behave and how we act, right? And they emulate our behavior. So when you and I face a hard day or a challenge, how do we respond to that? Do we freak out and melt down? Do we sit in sorrow? Is it just, does it completely consume us? Because the kids notice that, right? Or do they see mom and dad going through something and overcoming it? And so that's another motivating factor is to set that example for the kids so that when they go through hard things at school and in their life and as they grow up, they're equipped with the ability to do hard things and to overcome. Yeah, and I think this ties back into the beginning where we talk about you know, finding those people that are your safe place that you can, you can lean on and you can talk about it because I think that resilience, I mean, it's all about resilience in this life, you know, and teaching our kids resilience to do hard things. But I think it comes back to resilience is built 
when a kid feels safe, when a kid feels supported. Resilience isn't built when people feel isolated and alone. It's built when somebody feels safe. So don't trick your mind into thinking you have to do this alone or your child has to do this alone to build resilience. I actually think it's the opposite. When you have somebody to go through it with you or be that person, sure's helped me a lot. I love you, sweetheart. I'm sorry you're sick. <laughs> I know. The, the one thing I sound terrible. <laughs> I wanna I wanna just leave with this and I'm always reminded of this. When you're struggling or you're going through it, sometimes when you think less about yourself and you reach out and serve someone else, it fills their bucket and it fills your bucket and you get out of you know, you get it snaps you out of feeling bad for yourself and, and being stuck in those situations. I texted a buddy the other day just to give him a compliment. I was, I was thinking about something. I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message him. And, and uh, it was just to tell him what a, what a good dad I think he is because there was a, an example of how he was a good dad and showed up for his kid. And, uh, and he texted me back and he was like, hey man, that, like, I really needed that. That meant the world to me. And so I want to encourage you to just text someone, reach out to a couple people, friends or family that are close to you. Tell them that you love them. Compliment them. Think of something. Tell them how you appreciate them. Uh, everybody needs that. Everybody needs a little more love, a little more kindness. Yeah. I mean, we never know what, what people are going through. I thought about that all the time in the hospital when I saw these parents who just lost a kid or they just got this devastating news and they'd walk out of the hospital. And I just remember thinking like, oh, please people, please world, be kind to them. Nobody honk at them when they're driving. You know, if they are in the gas station, like I hope you look up and smile at them. You just never know what people are going through. And assuming that you do, I think it's pretty dangerous. Just love people, be kind to people, reach out to people. Nobody's going to deny a compliment. You know, sometimes when I have a hard time on Instagram, uh, just kind of feeling worn down, like, oh, I just don't know if I can keep showing up. One cute little mom will reach in my, you know, direct message and just tell me, tell me something about how I've helped her in her home. And then I'm like, okay, I can do this another day. So just never underestimate the power of even just a small, kind gesture to people because I think more than ever, people need it. That's right. Yep. Okay. Guys, you're amazing. And if you're going through something difficult right now, like, first of all, Ryan and I will say a prayer for all those people listening tonight. And you guys can pray that we can breathe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to us with our congested voices. <laughs> Um, uh, we are, we're so thankful for you guys. And, and I want, I want to say, you know, growing up, my dad, me and my sister talk about this all the time, how, how he always put us in those uncomfortable situations that challenged us and were hard. And I was always like, gosh, you know, why can't I just, why can't we just do it the easy way? And I am so thankful for that because now as an adult, I think that as we, as we handle challenges, uh, you know, it's never too late to build up that resiliency. And now when I get sick, Shannon doesn't tend to me. Unlike when I grew up and if I got sick, my mom would bring me some soup. We'd put on the prices right. <laughs> so I may stay home from school. And uh, so sometimes you need the, the hard love and, and prepare you for the tough life. And sometimes, but sometimes, you know what? You just need sometimes someone to... Sometimes you need the chicken noodle soup. Sometimes you need the chicken noodle soup. So hopefully this episode has been a little chicken soup for your soul today. Thanks for listening to us. You guys are amazing. We're so thankful for you. We are. We're so grateful for you. 
You're never alone. Whatever you're going through, reach out, reach out for help. Say a little prayer. It's going to be okay. We love you guys. Have a great week. <laughs>